What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. I am your host today, Irvin, bringing you all the nerd news. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing all the different things that are going on. It's been a while since we've done a nerd news episode, so I figured, you know what? Let's bring it to the fans. We have so much to discuss. There is so much going on. I'm going to try to pack it in as quickly as possible, as always, so you guys could get the rest of your day going. All right, y'all know the drill. Please head over to Apple Podcasts, drop that five-star, tell your friends, family, and coworkers about us. Help us grow this audience because we love doing this. And, of course, before we get started, here's a quick clip for you to enjoy. I'm Miho Nishizumi, and this is Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. And thanks for stopping by Panzer Vore! Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for joining me today on this episode of the Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. And so, without further ado, let's just jump straight into it. So much ground to cover. Okay, number one, leading us off is going to be none other than Mr. Mel Gibson has been cast as... Well, actually, we don't know his character yet, but he's been cast a star in the John Wick prequel called The Continental. So the platform stars or the company stars officially made that announcement that he's going to be starring in the prequel series uh, to that John Wick series that we've been loving so much. So that's exciting. You know, getting some heavy talent is always nice. And Mel Gibson is definitely a, a veteran in the game. Pressing forward here, like I said, we are running out of time and there's so much to cover. And I'm trying to get this done under 30 minutes for you guys. That is always the goal. Okay. This one is kind of sad and something that hits home. Uh, we actually had interviewed an, a voice actress, and she was actually on the promo at the beginning of this, uh, Miss Meg McDonald. Shout out, Meg. Look her up. She's been in a bunch of animes. But the uh, legendary voice actor, Chris Ayers, uh, passed away. So may Lord Frieza rest in peace. That was a, one of his most notable roles. And this was a friend of Meg McDonald's. And so it's a, it's a very sad thing. It's a sad thing in their community. So uh, definitely, you know, that guy definitely affected our childhood. So a lot of nostalgia just based off that man's voice alone. So may he rest in peace. Now, because it's been so long since we've done one of these, it's been just about two months. I think we're like a few days shy of two months, which is crazy because we normally do them every month for you guys. But, you know, with the holidays, with work, different things like that, it's been it's been a bit difficult to get these out to you. And so that being said, Dune actually debuted on the 21st of October and it debuted a little bit early to a very, very successful response and acclaim from the uh, from the people. When this first came out, I actually waited about, I think, a week or two to go watch it in theaters, and I finally was able to watch it, and so epic. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Man, what what an absolute beauty of a movie. I highly recommend it. If you have some type of setup surround sound at your home, suggest doing that. If you don't and haven't watched the movie, go to the movie theaters. Makes it so much more th- worthwhile. I've seen it both in theaters and outside on HBO Max, just on my regular TV. And kind of speaking of HBO Max, since that's where it debuted, right? They had announced that Raised by Wolves Season 2 is going to be premiering in early 2022. 
they actually gave us a teaser during the Dune movie. So that's pretty awesome since they're both sand related, right? Kind of similar vibes there. If you haven't seen Raised by Wolves, highly recommend it. It's a sci-fi show uh, made by Ridley Scott, I want to say. Well, as I looked it up, it it sort of is. He uh, directed the first two episodes and then uh, had a hand in producing it. So super interesting. I didn't realize that that was the case. I thought it was all him, but still really good stuff. Shifting gears a bit here. Uh, Switching over to the uh, Disney, to the House of Mouse, we have a little bit of news about an upcoming movie, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumanium specifically. So Jonathan Majors clarified that he's going to be playing a different Kang in that movie. So the question is, will it be Immortus? Will it be Ramatut? Will it be Kang the Conqueror himself? Who knows? There's a lot of different options. I think we're going to get a different version of the character for the next few movies. I want to say Jonathan Major just signed on on a five movie deal. We've a five, I guess not even movie deal. I think a five event. I don't even know what to call them anymore because he was on the TV show, right? So that counts as one. We know he's going to be in Quantum Mania. That's two. I imagine two Avengers movies. That's four. And then one other one. Who knows? Was he in the Loki show? He was in the Loki show. I'm sorry. But yeah, that's... That's where my thought process is. He is not the next big bad. He is the buildup to the next big bad is what I'm thinking. He's essentially what Loki was for Thanos. The kind of like teaser, if you will. However, unlike Loki, he will not come over to the to the light. He will stay probably in the dark. Actually, no. Now that I think about it, you could do an Iron Lad where he kind of uh, becomes a young Avenger and, and becomes... Comes over to the good side, I guess, to the to the light. On a nerdy topic here, there was uh, kind of some news, nothing really major, just something that I had posted up. CBCS, CBCS is modifying their labels on a limited 300 print Venom 1 cover that they did for big time collectibles. This is the first time that they have ever added, or first notable time, I should say, that they've added anything else besides their plain logos, their plain... Uh, labels on with their logos on there and so it has the company's logo on there so pretty interesting kind of cool to see something a little bit different maybe this is them heading in the right direction and finally switching up their labels i highly doubt it but you know it's worth worth a shot so that is what that was about continuing on with the house of mouse that we had talked about earlier they're always in the news disney plus released a trailer for the book of boba fett and oh my goodness it looks so dope i'm so excited for it this show is going to be epic if you haven't seen it highly recommend it speaking of trailers we got a morbius trailer and i have to say this one has me so much more excited sony actually looks like they might be doing a good job with this movie. It looks better than the Venom movies. So it definitely has me hopeful. It has me hopeful. We'll see. We'll see if he ends up crossing over into the MCU because seeing Blade and Morbius together would be pretty epic. Kind of continuing on with that track of House of Mouse and Disney slash Sony, there was a rumor that Jim Carrey has been cast as MODOK in the MCU, a live action, because we have the uh, animated version, right, that's come out but not a live action. So I think that would be pretty incredible. I think that would be right on the nose too, because that mofo can do so much with his faces. So it'll be interesting. 
switching over to Amazon Prime, aka the House of Fantasy and Science Fiction. That is going to be their MO, mark my words, with the amount of content that they've thrown up. Wheel of Time, for example, has already debuted. If you haven't seen Wheel of Time, highly recommend it. Super epic. It's kind of like Lord of the Rings meets Game of Thrones, to an extent, it looks like. In the lead role there is going to be Rosamund Pike. Uh, she is an absolutely talented actress. You've seen her in several different things, and she is just crushing it. And then it's a lot of other no-names on there, which I think the other biggest name that I saw was going to be Daniel Henney, and then Peter uh, Franzen, which he'll, you'll remember him from Vikings. Um, he's not in it too long, but it's a, it's an interesting character nonetheless. But highly, highly recommend that show. It's It's been fun so far. I actually need to catch up on the newest... Oh, no, no. The newest episode comes out on Friday. I'm all caught up. Just kidding. Speaking of Amazon, right? We're chatting about that. The boys, we get a first look at the Crimson Countess. And uh, she looks pretty epic. She looks pretty uh, pretty hot. Not going to lie. She's an all crimson, as you can imagine. Uh, red hair, too. So it looks pretty dope. I think, if I remember correctly, that is a male character in the show or in the uh, comic books and in the show it's going to be female so that's kind of a, a gender swap there i think i could be wrong don't quote me on that i have not read all of the boys switching over to the big dogs of streaming netflix i am so excited for this announcement i grew up watching or not watching i grew up playing this game and then i watched the kind of show that they did it was like a mini series not on netflix but obviously just kind of done by themselves. But Devil May Cry, the script for Netflix, is finished. And production is set to begin in 2022. So in a recent interview, Adi Shankar, the producer of the acclaimed Castlevania show on Netflix, stated, The season one scripts are done, and they are rad. I could not be more excited. Within this interview, he mentioned that you can anticipate Dante, Virgil, and Lady, with many other fan favorites, making their Netflix debut in the show. The show will be eight episodes, starting a multi-season arc within the quote-unquote bootleg universe he's created. So this is exciting stuff. If they cross some Castlevania stuff in there, I think people would lose their minds. That's two very big fan bases. I think Devil May Cry was a little bit more quote-unquote here, underground. It wasn't as popular, say, as Castlevania or have that as longevity. You know, Castlevania's been around for a very long time. But I think mixing those two would be very epic. During this time frame, this two-month hiatus of the nerd news, we had People Magazine naming Ant-Man, a.k.a. Paul Rudd, the sexiest man alive, which I went ahead and fact-checked this with some uh, female nerd friends of mine, and they all agreed. They're like, yeah, we, we love him. He is adorable. And that mofo, like, anti-ages. He's like Benjamin Buttoning life. Good for him. So it makes total sense that that's the case. Switching over to another big competitor in the streaming game, Hulu officially titles their Predator prequel called Prey. So it's set to release on Hulu next summer in 2022. This is going to be set 300 years before the original set during the Comanche Nation era of the American history there. So pretty interesting. Uh, intrigued to see how that works. I'm guessing we're going to see less technologically, technologically advanced predators, but not by much. You know, what's 300 years to people who are able to go to a different planets. So I, I think it'll be good. I think it'll be a uh, dark horse 
because I'm not expecting too much from it, to be honest with you. All right. Anyways, moving forward. Earlier, I mentioned that CBCS is changing their labels. Well, their competitor, CGC, who a lot of people hate because their customer service sucks. Because A lot of reasons. A lot of reasons. But they, they mess stuff up. Hairs. Whatever the case may be. Their quality control has just gone down to S-H-I-T. Dog poo-poo, as the French say. They don't say that. I just made that up. But they announced that they've officially caught up on their backlog. Now, what that means, we have no idea. But whatever. If it is one step closer to me getting my books back, awesome. I am going to be giving CBCS the old college try, probably with a a handful of books, anywhere from five to ten. And uh, we'll see what, uh, what that does for us. So continuing on here, moving forward, we talked about Ridley Scott earlier in the HBO show Raised by Wolves. Well, we have confirmation from Mr. Ridley Scott that a script for Gladiator sequel is finished. Uh, the story is a time jump from the, and the focus is going to be on Lucius Verus, which was the little kid that was uh, entranced by the Spaniard, aka Maximus Decimus Meridius. Man, we really need to go and put like IUSs on our names. That was such an epic time. Irvinus. Could you imagine that? Treus. It just sounds so much cooler than just Irvin and Trey. Brianus. Like, I don't know. Just, it just, I think it sounds cooler, but that's just me. We should go back to that time. What do y'all think? I, I definitely think we should. All right. In this two-month time span that we've talked about, there has been so much going on. One of the quick things that popped up was the maze the matrix resurrections new poster was revealed so go check that out just google it you'll see it uh we had a spider-man trailer during that time frame as well we've had a couple actually different ones we'll get into that here in a bit if you haven't watched arcane league of legends on netflix highly recommend that such a good show like a nine out of ten i'll probably do a review on it with the boys at some point It was so freaking epic. I'm surprised that it hasn't gotten more media attention than it actually has at this point. But I'm sure that it's on the way. Now that said, the positive news from this is that Arcane has been renewed for season two. So mark my words, people are going to be talking about this here pretty soon. It's going to catch up. There's just been so much content that's been thrown out there between all the platforms. I have been struggling to watch it all, but I'm 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 kind of keeping up. I'm I'm underwater a little bit, but I'm catching up for sure. I just finished Narcos Mexico season three, and it's probably been my favorite so far. I, I really enjoyed it. So check that out if you have a chance to. Something slightly off-brand here, but still kind of noteworthy in the pop culture world. We had uh Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey is going to be resigning, and he will be replaced by the CTO Parag Agrawal. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right because you're clearly listening to this podcast. So that's interesting. I wonder what's uh, what's kind of going on. What's shaking bacon over there, you know? On the topic of pop culture, anime is part of pop culture. It's very big now. And we've had several anime movies come out recently. I made a review on the My Hero Academia movie, which was fun. It was, uh, you know, it was, it was pretty good. It wasn't anything mind-blowing. But Sword Art Online, the movie, debuted on December 3rd, so not too far from when this debuted, so about four days ago. So if you haven't checked it out, make sure you go and do that. I have a friend, Siren Song 14, a.k.a. Stephanie, 
that uh, she went ahead and put this on our radar. So I'm excited to uh, to watch this movie. I was a fan of Sword Art Online. Think, if you've never seen Sword Art Online, it's basically Ready Player One. There's a, a world of pretty much kind of like what uh, people are saying that Mark Zuckerberg is trying to do with his meta and essentially create a sub-world, a digital world where, you know, Currency is handled, financials, uh, companies advertise there, that kind of stuff, like a whole nother world within our world, basically. So much like Reddit Player One, uh, same kind of concept. It's a, it's a fun anime. Give it a go if you've never seen it before. All right, moving on to some of the final pieces here, some of the stuff that's, uh, that's coming up. We're at the 16-minute mark, so we're doing pretty good here on time. We probably have another 10 minutes worth of stuff for you guys, maybe 14 minutes. We'll see. That being said, the official Spider-Man first look, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, the Into the Spider-Verse sequel debuted recently, and holy cow, it was epic. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the trailer, go ahead and fast forward about 30 seconds, okay? So, spoiler warning, he debuted in this, it was Miguel O'Hara a.k.a. Spider-Man 2099, which we kind of already knew from before that that was going to be the case. So pretty awesome to see him on the uh, on the big screen there and uh, and debuting. It's interesting. It looks like he's going to be the antagonist. I'm sure there's going to be some type of team up, but super interesting to see him on there. So go check that out if you haven't. Go to our page. We have the whole video on there. All right, moving on to some more Disney news here. We have confirmation that director Destin Daniel Cretton is uh, confirmed for the Shang-Chi sequel. He signed a multi-project, multi-year deal, including a series of some sort that he's actually working on right now, the Shang-Chi Shang sequel. I keep saying Shang, I don't know why. This uh, Shang-Chi sequel and uh, something else as well. So he's going to be around for a bit. And, you know, people loved that uh, Shang-Chi movie. So I think it's going to be an absolute win for them. Continuing on with the House of Mouse here, we have Kevin Feige who's just been spoiling stuff. And if you've been watching the Hawkeye series, you know that you're pretty much fully anticipating that Kingpin is going to make his introduction. Now, the person that sounded like Kingpin in that is none other than Mr. Vincent Donofrio, Donofrio, Donofrio. So he was Kingpin in the original Netflix series in that kind of universe. And so it sounds like they're going to be bringing him back. And so with that, everybody's like, oh, is Charlie Cox going to come back? Well, yeah, he's confirmed as coming back, which again, that's something that pretty much everybody knew was already expecting. So super interesting to, uh, to get confirmation of that. Now linked with that were fan favorite characters like John Berthenol's Punisher. Uh, Jessica Jones was also another one. So I'm thinking those two will also be tagged along just because they were, those shows did do really well in the Netflix universe. Less liked characters and shows for some reason. I really enjoyed Luke Cage, but he was not, uh, he was not as big as these other ones. Then you had uh, Danny Rand in the Iron Fist show there. And that was just not well received at all, which I didn't mind it, but, uh, you know, people were not a fan of it. I don't know why, but whatever. So definitely assuming John Berthnall is going to come back at the very least, Jessica Jones more than likely as well, but we'll see. We'll see what happens in the next few weeks, months, and years. Something super interesting 
Colin Farrell is going to be doing a HBO Max commissioned series in the DC universe based on the DC villain himself. So the Batman getting Colin Farrell Penguin series spinoff, which I think is uh, super, super interesting, which leads me to believe that the upcoming Batman movie is going to be solely focused on the Batman with a few minor characters being introduced, Catwoman, Penguin. And when I say minor, I mean in the regards that they're not the main focus, right? They're just setting up the world for the future, essentially. Continuing on and speaking of HBO Max, we have Nick Offerman is set to join HBO's cast of The Last of Us. HBO Max, man, they're making some moves. They're really coming for Netflix's crown, and I think they have a shot. Even though Netflix is miles ahead, I still think that they're doing a great job. Speaking of competitors and streaming wars and all of that, Prime Video has announced that the boys' animated anthology series Diabolical will be debuting. So as we wait for the boys' season three, the Diabolical series should be coming out pretty soon. So it'll be it'll be cool to see what that's about and getting a little bit more background on the boys and, and things of that nature. Switching gears here to one of my favorite fandoms, Game of Thrones, even though the show tanked at the end, it's still a great show. Even that aside, it's still one of the best shows in history. But Game of Thrones Studio Tour of the Seven Kingdoms is coming officially next year. So winter is coming, folks, and this winter is bringing the Seven Kingdoms with it. Next year will mark the official opening of the Game of Thrones Studio Tour in Northern Ireland. So I think that is pretty epic, pretty awesome. I would love to do that. I had never had a desire to go to Ireland, but now I actually do. Switching back over here to none other than House of Mouse, we had uh, a confirmation that Colby Smulders is going to be joining Marvel's Secret Invasion series, which that is kind of a gimme to us because she is the Robin to Nick Fury's Batman in the Marvel Universe, right? Also, I love her. She is adorable. She is Robin from How I Met Your Mother. And um, yeah, she's just she's just great. So happy to see her back. Speaking of House of Mouse, I think this was super interesting. Stan Lee's horror creations are set to launch a new cinematic universe. So there is a whole horror section that Stan Lee had, right? Uh, as far as his comics and stuff are concerned. And so it seems like they're going to be kind of going into that. So we might start seeing a shift here. In content, it's not all going to be superhero stuff, which is awesome. That's going to continue on, but maybe this horror stuff for the horror fans out there. So we'll see. We'll see how successful that is. I think you know it's Marvel. It's House of Mouse. I don't think they'll uh, they'll fail. They rarely do. All right, and in a more recent post, or I guess news, Tom Holland is has recently been confirmed that he's going to play the Hollywood icon Fred Astaire in a film about the actor's life. So I'm super happy for Tom Holland that he's not stuck in this I'm Spider-Man kind of life. Uh, it is a big deal. He doesn't want to be playing the character in five years. Money does talk. So I think I think in the next seven years he'll probably be out. But at the same time, he's doing other projects, which is great, just to make sure he branches out as an actor. So good for him. Now, earlier we talked about how the penguin is getting his own spinoff. HBO max is really leaning into the DC universe and that untapped market and untapped IP, if you will. So James Gunn has actually hinted 
that there are going to be more Suicide Squad spinoffs. We already have seen, and if you haven't seen the Peacemaker trailer, go ahead and watch that with John Cena in it. He crushed the role in the movie, The Suicide Squad, and so I highly recommend that uh, that you go watch that movie if you already haven't. But yeah, he, he'll be getting some spinoffs for sure. Continuing on that DC note there, Zachary Levi has been quoted to say that Shazam 2 is better than the first. So the direct quote is, I think we had more time, we had more budget, we had essentially the entire cast returning, and we all knew our characters a little bit more. We could kind of sit into them a little bit more. Everything just clicked even a little bit more and a little bit more. So that's that's pretty exciting. That's pretty encouraging. I, I enjoyed Shazam, the first movie. It wasn't perfect, but it was definitely... It's arguably one of the best DC movies to come out. A little bit lighthearted as compared to some of the other ones. I cannot wait to see Shazam and Black Adam go at it at some point. And Black Adam itself looks epic. We got a poster of kind of like a first look at it. Uh, DC Fandom a while back ago was kind of showcasing some of that stuff. So super excited for that. The Rock is just on a different level, man. He's, he's God tier for sure. All right, guys, we are just about wrapped up here. A couple more things, and then we will get this out into the into the interwebs, onto the wire, on the line, on the line. We're going to put this on the line. All right, so switching gears here a little bit. Uh, Venom 3 is in the works at Sony. Uh, has Amy Pascal has confirmed that. <sighs> I, I Those movies are such mediocre movies to me at best that I'm just like, okay, kind of whatever. I, re- I really don't care, but that's, that's happening. A lot of, you know, spider universe, Sony verse stuff has been debuting recently. Uh, I know that Kristen Dunst wouldn't mind returning as a uh, old Mary Jane in a Spider-Man movie. So everybody wants somebody, uh, superhero money, basically speaking of superheroes. I think this is kind of, <laughs> kind of crazy, kind of funny. Um, there was a baby in the UK that was named Thanos, uh, this year. So there is a little little baby Thanos out there in the world, which yeah, yeah, that's there's been some recent uh TikToks and Instagram reels that I've been watching that uh showcase, you know, 2027 it's the future, it's roll check, and the teachers out here calling out all these anime names. So it's like Tanjiro Brown. Asuna Williams, you know, like all these um, clearly Japanese names, but based off of people's favorite characters and naming them in the future. And actually, Asuna is a very pretty name. I wouldn't mind uh, naming a daughter that that wouldn't be the worst. But, you know, Tanjiro and my last name just doesn't uh, doesn't flow. So, yeah, (laughs) like I said, folks, we're almost there. I can see the light. So recently, Nicolas Cage cast as Dracula in Universal in the Universal Monster movie uh, Renfield. So it'll be interesting to see him as that. A lot of people want him to come back as Ghost Rider in the MCU because that actually wasn't a bad movie as far as that kind of era of movies is concerned. Uh, Star Wars Ahsoka show cast Pacific Rim Uprising star Ivana Sakna just based on her face. That is probably Asajj Ventress. And I hope so, because I really like that character. If you've never seen Clone Wars and Resistance and uh, whatever the other one is, highly recommend you do it. Um, Ahsoka has one of the best character arcs, but Asajj Ventress's is also just as good. Highly recommend it. Oh, I totally forgot to mention this earlier with 
talking about Spider-Man since there was so much information. So uh, Sony has confirmed that there's three more Marvel produced Spider-Man movies after No Way Home. So I mentioned that Tom Holland wants to be out in five years. So I'm assuming they're going to you know record those as much as possible. Obviously, money talks. He's not going to go anywhere. That also has me thinking, just the way that it was phrased, that Miles is going to be taking over at some point. So I'm, I'm full on the path that Champions, Young Avengers, some type of young team is going to be happening very, very soon, including new agents of Atlas. We've already had Kevin Feige literally verbalize, yes, you're going to see a lot more uh, Asian characters. So they're trying to uh, go after that Asian demographic. And so it'll be interesting to see who they pull out. Um, there's a lot of characters. You know, you have Frank Cho as the Hulk. You have Silk. A lot of characters that they can pull for. Obviously, Shang-Chi. So the younger that they are, the, the better it'll end up being. So we're kind of in this second phase of Marvel characters, which is awesome because there's so many out there. So, you know, your, your old dogs like Captain America, Steve Rogers, your um, Tony Stark, Iron Man, your Black Widow, they're all gone, right? Uh, Thor's still around, but we'll see for how much longer. He's just a fan favorite. He's not going anywhere. We love him. But yeah, so all these characters were transitioning. We're handing the torch off to the younger crowd. You know, your Spider-Mans, your Captain America, Sam Wilson, that kind of stuff. So I'm excited for it. It's uh, bittersweet for sure because those old G characters are the uh, are the best. Final one here that I have, it's kind of some big news. It's a rumor, really, more so than news. But um, Star Wars is eyeing none other than Mr. Jean Favreau and, of course, Mr. Filoni, based off of their success on The Mandalorian and previous on other stuff. They're eyeing them for some Star Wars movies for a franchise series. So please, God, make that happen. Usually I'm pretty spot on with these rumors, and I would love that. Give them the keys to the kingdom. I think they can retcon a lot of the stuff that was done in the uh, the recent sequel trilogy, but yeah, hopefully that's the case. We'll see. We'll see what kind of work they can do. They, they definitely have their work cut out for them. All right, guys, we are right at that 30-minute mark, right above it. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, head over to Apple Podcasts, drop the five-star, tell your friends, family, coworkers about us, help us grow this audience. We really do love doing this. I, I love doing this so much. It's just fun bringing you nerd stuff. Like, I enjoy doing this. It's it's not work to me. This is fun. Like, time flies whenever I do anything nerd-related. All right, that said, have a wonderful day, night, evening, morning, whatever it may be. And as always, remember, stay nerdy, my friends. Insert catchphrase here. That's such a terrible catchphrase.